Hi there, I'm Tanya Stokes. Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> ah, that's my own little donut there. I want to welcome you to my podcast. Uh, I'm happy to spend time with you. So this is where I come to talk about the things that I care about and some of the stuff I know you want to hear about. So today, we are talking about the power of no. You heard that? You heard that firmness in my voice? No. So whether it's no or no, or mm, I think I'll pass. Mm, not right now. The answer is still the same. No. This morning, I was thinking about how people will hijack your time, hijack your energy. You know, I kept thinking, oh, I could do a podcast on people hijacking your time. And I was like, mm, I don't know why. I don't know why that doesn't sound good. And then I went to the grocery store and on the way into the store, it said the power of no. So I was like, yes, that is it. I can't wait to get home so we can talk about the power of no. So today we're talking about the power of no. Now, some people are so uncomfortable saying no. And I, I, I don't really understand why. I think, well, I could say in the past, I had an issue with saying no. Now, I didn't have a problem doing no, <laughs> meaning not showing up, but you can call me and convince me like, yeah, you should come. This is going to be a great event. It's going to be a great party. It's going to be a great barbecue. Everybody's going to be there. Yes, 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 yes. Tanya, you got to say yes. I'm not taking no for an answer. So then I would agree and I just wouldn't show up. And of course, when you see the person the next day or the following week, or they call you and they're just like, oh my gosh, you wasn't there. Then I would ask questions like, how was it? Oh, it was great. Did you have a packed house? Yes. I know I had at least a hundred people here. What? And that person still has a problem with you not coming. Now I do understand that you mean a lot to people. I mean a lot to people. Some people just want to see your face at their event. If it's your wedding, if it's a baby shower, if you're getting an award, those things, if I tell you, yes, I'm going to be there. I am going to move heaven and earth to get there. Those are important milestone events. I mean, if you don't know already, I'm a Scorpio. So it's not a lot. Like we don't BS you a lot. We just kind of, you get, you get the real person, you know? Um, Not mean, not harsh, but I have a made up mind when it comes to certain things and I stand firm in my belief. Uh, but what I've realized with some people you have a difficult time saying no, a firm no, because some people have that fear of, I guess, rejection, not being liked, um, 
making people angry. So you say yes, but saying yes to you for something that I don't want to do is saying no to myself. And I'm always going to put me first. I'm always going to put me first. I'm going to put family first. You know, I just did a talk about the tribe of one. And that is that doesn't mean that you should walk around here as a lone ranger. But sometimes you have to pull that card and say, no, I have to do what's right for me and my family or my mental state or my time. I am not going to let you hijack my time. And if this makes you feel uncomfortable, then those are feelings that you have to deal with. That is a famous line of mine, by the way. If what I said make you un- made you uncomfortable, I'm sorry. Those are feelings that you have to deal with. They're not my intention. Just, I just want you to know that. Because you are uncomfortable with me saying no, that is not a me problem. That's a you problem. And I realized that a lot of people manage their personal lives the way they do their professional lives. So let me unpack that. At work, I may be more inclined to take a meeting or a lunch. We we won't say a meeting, a lunch or a dinner with a coworker that I would not spend time with outside of work. Like I may do it, you know, Maybe we're talking work stuff, we're being sociable. I'll do a quick dinner, I'll do a quick lunch, and I'm out of there. I don't do a lot of personal talking. Like, I'm not going to just sit and hijack your time with my personal business. Like, I compartmentalize. <laughs> so, you know, I, there's a bucket for that. If, if you know some personal stuff about me, consider yourself special, because I don't do that with everyone. So I may take a lunch or take a dinner with a coworker that I probably wouldn't hang out with on the weekend. That same person may call me on a Saturday like, hey, let's grab lunch. And I will immediately say no, especially if I'm not feeling them, right? Because I can get along with anybody at work, anybody at work. As long as you are doing the work that you were hired to do and you don't step on my toes in a sense of, um, let's say, just just try to be overly um, intrusive about my personal life, then we could have a work relationship. Past that, everything is no. Now, I know that's hard for some people, but... Some of the people that have a problem with that are the same people that are constantly stressed out or constantly tired, have angst about every little thing. And when you talk to them after work, all they talk about is work. And when they are at work, they bring their personal life into the workspace. Again, I know everybody cannot manage that. As a matter of fact, I had a conversation with one of my girlfriends um, yesterday and she was sharing a story about how the lines are always blurred, Tanya. They are. It's just, I don't know how you think you could go to work and not discuss your personal life. And I was like, easy. I don't discuss my personal life. I call you when I want to discuss my personal life. 
I call another friend to discuss my personal life. I call my brother or my sister to discuss my personal life. And I will probably talk your head off until I pull up to work. But over a client or at the office, I am not discussing my personal life. It has nothing to do with them and a lot of those people I do not want in my personal life, which is the same way I manage my personal life. Listen, for a long time, people thought I lived with a guy or that I was married because when I pulled up into my garage, I would finish the conversation and then end it by saying, hey, well, I made it home. Let me run in this house. If I have time, I'll call you later. Blew people's minds because they're thinking, why she got to get off the phone? Because she's home. Because I needed to make myself available in case my son had something he wanted to talk to me about. I didn't want him to be like, uh, excuse, uh, 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 oh, I'm not going to ask her or I'm not going to tell her because she's on the phone. There have been times I was finishing up a conversation and he would open the door like, I know I heard this chick pull up in this garage. I've always kept it separate. Now, I guess you have to practice it because I'm not saying that I've never taken a business call or I've never taken a personal call at work, but I always manage to excuse myself or cut the conversation short. That is important. So no. I don't agree with my friend. It's, it is not impossible for you to um, not bring your personal life into work. Now, some people do it as a way of um, making excuses. Why didn't you get it done? Well, my daughter had a project or my son had a project or my husband was sick or we had to take the dog to the vet or the cat did something crazy. My cat had fleas. I don't know. Those are excuses. A lot of people don't realize it. A lot, of, a lot of times when you show up unprepared, it's not acceptable. And those are excuses because you could, you could have gotten it done. But there's a, a couple of reasons why you should really look into saying no and how powerful N-O is. And the fact that no is a complete sentence. Like sometimes somebody will ask you something and the answer is no, and you should just say no and move on to something else. Now, I will say that. Hey, Tanya, can you da 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 da? No. And then I would just move on to something else. Hey, did you hear me? I, I asked you if you could, I, I heard you, I told you no. And the reason the person keeps coming at you is because they want an explanation for why your answer is no. And you don't owe them that. You do not owe me an explanation as to why you're not coming to my party or you're not coming to my barbecue. Hey, I'm having a barbecue Saturday at eight o'clock. Are you coming? No. You don't owe me an explanation as to why. That is the freaking answer. But here's one better. I don't even care why, right? Because you want to be around people who want to be around you. You want to be around people who are going to bring that energy, celebrate you, or just whatever. Like you want to be around the right people. 
So no is strong. It's very powerful. But you've got a master saying no. I was invited to an event um, a couple weeks ago. Just a few weeks ago, I was invited to an event. And then the person said, uh, so-and-so is going to be there. Which is weird because every other word out of your mouth is a negative sentence, a negative word, a negative talk about so-and-so. So now you're having this big event. Why did you even invite so-and-so? Oh, I, I just did. Are you coming? No. Boom. I was done with my no, right? <laughs> I was done with my no. And he turned around and he was like, you're not coming? No. Well, why are you not coming? Are you busy? No. Like, if I tell you no, and you keep asking me questions trying to get to why I said no, it's going to make you feel worse because I know that I don't owe you an explanation for my no. And the, the deeper you dig, the worse you're going to feel. Are you coming to my event? No. Why? I don't want to. But why don't you want to? I'm not interested. It's my party or it's my birthday. Happy birthday. You see it? Like, just take the no and run with it. <laughs> be done. Be done with the no. Listen, I'm not saying you should go around telling everybody, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. But if it's something that you know in your core that you don't want to do, say no. You're not going to get any prizes for showing up. You're not going to get into heaven for going places you didn't want to go because you didn't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Say no. Because when you say no to things that you don't want to do or to people you don't want to be around, you're actually saying yes to yourself. You're saying yes to me. You're saying yes to your time. You're saying yes to your space. You're saying yes to long walks and fresh air and smelling flowers and hearing the birds. You're saying yes to a good day. You're saying, yes, I choose me. I choose my peace. I choose my space and I don't have to be fake. Even if you don't know why the answer is no, you will eventually figure it out. But for right now, your gut is telling you to say no, say no, say no. And then have a beautiful day. Say no to the things you're iffy about and say yes to a quiet, peaceful, beautiful day. When you say yes to something that makes you uncomfortable, you are actually saying no to yourself. Just say no and keep your values and principle intact. Say no. If you say no because you just don't want to do it or you're uncomfortable with that person, it'll help you find your yes. It'll leave room for your yes.
No helps you set boundaries. Say you had a big project that you're working on. Whether it's something for work, school, or something personal. And somebody calls you and say, hey, we are all going to get together. We're going to have a girl's brunch this Saturday. I want you to come. No is not an option. If you tell that person yes, knowing that you had planned on doing something quiet, something peaceful that day, knowing that you had given yourself deadlines, when you tell that person yes, you are allowing that person to overstep boundaries. You are allowing that person to hijack your time. Now, you're going to go and satisfy that person, probably because they don't want to be alone. Some people do that sometimes. They just Silence for some people is scary. Being alone for some people is scary. So somebody, and I've had people do this to me, will invite me to an event like, oh, girl, let's get together, girl. Girl, let's go to the wine vault. Girl, girl, let's go. Let's let's go have brunch. And when I get there, there's 20 other people there. 20 other people. I'm thinking, not that I want the person to myself. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to go hang out with her. This person's pretty cool. And they sound like they're having a bad day. And when you get there, there's like 20 other people there. So being the person that I am, I will introduce myself to someone, get into a conversation, and bring up how they ended up there. And they got the same call or the same text. Hey, girl, I got to get out of the house. Girl, let's get together. Let's have a girl's day. Let's have a brunch. At least give me the respect and the common courtesy to say me and some of my friends are going to get together for brunch. I would love for you to come. But don't make it seem like, girl, I got a girl, yes. And then I get there. You told, there's 20 other people there. I could have stayed home and painted the walls. So because of stuff like that, I don't let people hijack my time and hijack my day. And if it's something I don't want to do, no. In a case like that, I didn't mind doing it, but just trying to give you an idea. Like sometimes you have to set boundaries and you cannot let people continue to hijack your time. You want to enjoy your freedom. You don't want to entertain people that you don't feel like entertaining. And you want to make people respect you, your time and your space. So practice saying no. I'm telling you, listen, it will make your day. It makes my day. Now, I I don't get pleasure telling people no. My pleasure comes and my power comes when I tell someone no so that I could say yes to myself. And we've noticed this a lot in uh, the climate that we're in. You know, we keep talking about the great resignation and it's because a lot of people are saying no to these corporate jobs and these corporate bullies and saying yes to themselves and yes to their families. Just like you had a lot of people going through a divorce, you know, it's a big time, like a lot of people, um, I mean, some of the stories I heard about people getting a divorce and how overworked the attorneys are. The attorneys are just as overworked as real estate agents are. 
people just realized that I was with someone that I probably should have said no to. Isn't that something? To spend all that time. I don't care if it was just a year. You spent 365 days married to someone and it took a pandemic for you to realize I should have said no to that person. And if you really sit back and think about it, no was in your gut often. I read the book, The Five Love Languages, and the psychologist said he gave you different examples of people who had fallen out of love with their fiance before they even started planning the wedding, before they even got to the church, before they sent out the invitation, everything in their gut was like, no, 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 no. But they did it anyway out of shame or they did it because they had already ordered the invitation. And people do that all the time. So then the pandemic hit and you had a lot of married couples that were just like, you know what? I could tolerate this person because I'm at work for eight hours a day. Then I come home and, you know, probably watch a movie, have dinner and go to bed. And I wake up every day and do the same thing. And then I have the weekend. When you were stuck in that house with that person that wasn't your special person, when you were stuck in that house with that person you know you should have said no to, boom. It blew your mind. You couldn't take it anymore. Could not take it anymore. So get comfortable saying no. It's a complete sentence. It doesn't have to be no with the pregnant pause. You know? And people will sit there and wait with anticipation of, She's going to tell me why she said no. No, I'm not. No. There's no pregnant pause, no awkward silence. That's the end of the sentence. No. That's my quick little rant for today. The power of no. No is very powerful. But when you say no to some things that you know in your gut you don't want to do, if you're on the fence about someone like, this person is nice when I'm not sure sometimes he or she says some little sideways stuff just tell that person no now I know at work you probably I'm gonna have a meeting with this person just see if I could uh, learn a little bit more about them maybe there's something that's off this isn't work sweetie we're talking about your personal life stop managing your personal life the way you do your professional life keep them separate there's a whole study called the corporate athlete. Look into it. It's the corporate athlete. You're never off. That's why your job gives you a cell phone and the computer. What you should do is take that stuff and either put it in your closet on Friday at five, turn off the cell phone and the computer, put it away and give yourself a yes for the weekend. Give your family a yes. I want you to read up on the, the corporate athlete. It's, it will blow your mind. It's a whole science around it. Why the, the corporation give you these things? And they expect you to answer even on the weekends. Again, I have two careers that I enjoy. Both of them require me to answer that phone. And in both situations, I have systems set up. So you have two choices. You're either going to utilize the system or you're going to wait for me to call you back. And if it's after 7.30 during the week or after 5, 
on weekends, you will not get a call from me until the next day. But that's me saying yes to Tanya. That's me saying yes to me. So say yes to yourself and uh, be comfortable saying no. I promise you, the world will not end because you told someone no. The world will not end because you chose yourself. Choose yourself and listen. After a while, you'll drop the weight because the stress is gone. You will be happier. You will have more time to spend with your family and friends. You will even be happier at work. When you choose you, listen, you will roll up into the, to the job in January when everybody goes back to work. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I had a wonderful weekend. Yes, life is great. And you can do that because you separated your work and your personal life. So when you start saying no to the things that are uncomfortable or the things that you don't enjoy and say yes to yourself, you will be a better person all around. All around. Everybody will see it. Your family will see the energy. Your coworkers will see the glow. You will feel better internally. You will feel... Hey, that's my time. I'm Tanya Stokes. I want to thank you for joining me. Again, reach out to me at info at tanyastokes.com. I would love to know what you thought about this episode or give me a call 704-756-2752. And always, if you want to be on the podcast, hey, just let me know. Hey, I want to be on the show. I'm Tanya Stokes. Make it a great day and say yes to yourself. Bye. I'm Tanya Stokes for tanyastokes.com. Thank you.